live and we are live Mr. cool mike spinner how's it going dude dude's going good um the last time we got to see each other was at woodward which was i wasn't i didn't connect the dots that you were gonna be there you know yeah well we talked about it only like three months before that so yeah, and then we a, never, yeah. a lot of time to forget there i forgot too i saw you and i was like oh yeah yeah I was I was pretty pumped about that. Just the whole uh, the contest. I thought the contest went really well, and um, the riding keeps getting better and better. And just the consistency, and just yeah, I think overall it's just cool to have like some kind of BMX competition going on constantly. You know, mm -hmm. it, it, I think from my point of view watching it, it, I get scared when maybe there's not a lot of contests happening. You know, just for the sport yeah. in general. Was that? Uh... When was the last like event that you went to even before that one? How long had it been? It it um it felt like I was living through the Olympics because I really 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 was excited, but I haven't been to an actual event since France in 2019, which is re too way too long. Yeah. You know, but I, I went. I, I know I, I've gone to like Nitro and stuff, like because you know I love watching that. But yeah. uh, for like a real contest, it was 2019, France, Dang. which was like the last one, you know. And then the world kind of stopped. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, that's pretty crazy. Um, which, so that leads me to my next question that I had wondered about is, uh, when's the last time you actually rode? Mm, um, I, 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 I rode like riding riding where i'm doing like 450s well, you're just and, trying to have fun and ride yeah right? like in a foot jam like for me fun is like a foot jam tail whip and yeah. like maybe like a hop hop 450 for some reason i like 450s more than 270s i don't know why uh uh it, it, it might have been it, it, it's it's been some time it really really has um probably six months you know and i'm not proud of it but it's there's something about just not like knowing what i used to be able to do and not being able to even be able to like do one tenth of that kind of hurts a little, you yeah. know? So it, I don't like, I don't leave the skate park anymore like feeling um, accomplished because for me, I have to, I, I feel like I have to do, do stuff or like set out a goal. Like that's what I enjoyed would be setting out goals every day yeah. when I used to ride, you know? Yeah, I get that totally. I mean, I'm the exact same way where I go to the park with certain thing that I kind of want to do. Yep. And I spent three hours on that one thing. <laughs> oh, trust me. If, if you know my riding with my backwards manuals and my foot jam tail ups, like, there would, there would be, like, a full-on uh, session. A session of just, like, you're trying the same trick, a backwards manual into a spin. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, for hours and hours. And yep. normally I wouldn't leave until, like, you do it or you're, like, really upset for, like, days after. You know? Oh, dude, yeah, I'm the same way. I, I will not leave unless I, like, absolutely have to or I'm so physically exhausted that yep. I, like, can't do it yep. anymore. Yeah, like your arms are just, you can't even hold on to the grip. Yeah, you like have no strength in your arms. But my, my point in asking when the last time you rode was in the contest stuff was that like, I, I don't know if people know how like still in love with BMX you are. Oh, oh me? Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. Um, I, I think I might love it more now than I ever loved it possibly i'm trying you know i'm trying to like i'm pretty good with like putting myself in those situations because like mm -hmm. it went from like doing it because you love you love riding a bike and then my mom passed away 
and I rode, I think, to escape reality of just like riding every day because that's like kind of like, you know, just to kind of like escape reality. I love it, but it, it was an escape. Yeah. I, I got really good. But, and then I became like a, like a, a pro really quick from like the amateur series. And then, you know, you love riding a bike, but like, you're like, oh wait, I could like, like make, you know, become like the actual professional I used to watch. So like that, the, the love transforms into like pressure, you know, oh, not yeah. just pressure on yourself, but like, oh, this is like a living, you know? Right. And, and then after BMX, um, there was maybe a couple years where it was almost like I had like a two year gap where I was okay. Like just kind of like focused only because that's how I operate is focus on EVL or like that's right. How that's normally what I do is I'll just hyper focus on something. Mm -hmm. So I like, get really good at it or whatnot. And then I feel like in 2016 is when it's the love of it came back where I'm like just enjoying it. And also the new guys were guys that were like watching possibly me and Daniel dares compete. And it wasn't necessarily the guys I was competing with anymore. Mm -hmm. So then when I would go to these contests, it was like these nice, really nice, positive, younger guys that were like, Oh, good to meet you, Mike. And I was like, Oh man, dude, I just saw you ride. You're amazing. Thanks for saying hi to me. I want to say hi to you. So like that helped it too, you know, and now I'm tight with all, all riders. It feels like, like yeah. that would camp. There's like, no you know, more like of that rivalry of people you're trying to go and beat so that you can live and support yourself. But not um, um, the guys that I even had like a little like, you know, um, words with back in the day, I would say, if anything, without naming it, please don't ask that. Uh, like some of the guys, there was like a, a couple guys at Woodward camp that I got to see. And we actually like totally like talked about something that happened in 2008 and then 2012 and like we were like laughing about it and we were hanging out and i'm like like it's almost like for me like check box we're cool like we're mm -hmm. texting each other after the fact i'm like oh my god that's so awesome so now it's like it's full love there's no like you know oh, i hope this person's not going to be there you know what i mean like mm -hmm. so, yeah. what more could you ask for at that point nothing nothing that so, is yeah that is really cool to hear and and i did wonder because i was telling somebody how I was doing this and how we saw each other at the big contest thing and and they're like does he ride and I was like you know I have absolutely no idea yeah I uh I you know I, I don't know why I'm embarrassed to say it too because like I I'm loving to watch it and I'm loving to like be involved and just like yeah I guess just when I say involved let me like preface that like I'm not doing anything I'm just watching it or you know hooking up some guys that ride with some products and you know not we're not looking for like anyone that we're like hooking up or me and kyle are hooking up with evl it's just because like it's good for them they'll ride better on it and if they have energy drink sponsors or whatnot that's their business and that we're not looking for uh anything out of it just i think it's better for the riders you know yeah so so, so you just mentioned too like that you came up through an amateur contest thing how how does that feel being at the amateur contest thing that exists today having gone through a whole bmx career from it yeah uh i i so two-part question uh the first part would be is uh it would it's cool to see because to me if you sometimes the guys will see um riders that might that everyone else will consider that shouldn't be in the amateur mm -hmm. and, and calling it sandbagging. And actually to me, that's like the biggest compliment that um, 
an amateur kid could get is that if pros that are in the pro series that do good, that podium on the pro contest are calling that amateur a sandbagger, that's actually the most respectful thing possible because that means everyone's saying, no, 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 you should be actually entering the pro contest, right? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep. And so there was, um, I think the guy who got first um, was uh, one of the, uh, the guys that live in uh, West Palm, Florida. And um, I just don't want to mispronounce his name, but he's really, really good. But he's in the amateur series still, which I appreciate because, like, I think until he could look at himself and wins all those contests, that's when he'll move up as a pro. Yeah. You know? So to me, it's been – that was really fun. And then so, so the two-part question. So that – I love the amateur series leading up to a pro. The other thing is it's kind of funny to see that, like, still some of the things that, like, maybe the – maybe amateurs did or some of the pros did like there's a lot of progression but then there's certain tricks that still don't really progress for example like we're seeing a lot of flare flare 540s yeah now, but you don't see a lot of 900s you oh, know yeah so stuff like that where i, I was asking um uh, jamie bestwick about that i was like hey what, what's up with that he goes something about the 900 just gets people off off but the 540 flare is a trick that like they could kind of like do more repetitious Interesting. Uh, yeah, like it's a pull and spin instead of just a spin. Yeah. With and staying on that axis, so it's kind of cool to see like certain tricks. Like when I watch it, I'm like, oh, I I would still hold up a little bit in this in this realm, you know? Oh I mean, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, know? that is cool. How how do you feel about seeing like the the format of the the USA BMX thing? Because it's really the only amateur thing that's going on right now. Oh, it's almost perfect perfect format because. It is just like the pro, right? It's mm -hmm. right. Correct me if I'm wrong, right? It's uh, it's straight up a run. Is it either 45 seconds or 60 seconds? Yeah, you run? get two runs, and then for the amateur, it's like instead of it being a combination of both or something, it's like your best, best run. It's one of the two. Yeah, I think. Well, I think for uh, I'm not sure for the amateur, but for the pros, they do like average about both both runs to kind of kind of like cut out some of the guys that can't stand their bike, and then. Yeah. Like, and when they turn up the heat, best of both, uh, best of run, which is perfect because sometimes it could be like I was I was over um, next to the judges. I wasn't interfering. I was just like next to them, yeah. watching because they they obviously have the best view. And I remember the contest we were at with Woodward. I mean, the top four guys rode amazing. And the, but the first four people that rode in the contest, like uh, in the finals, couldn't even stand their bike. And I'm like, uh uh, <laughs> I hope someone stays on. And then all of a sudden four of the best runs happened and i remember looking at them going good luck guys and i walked away <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah this is gonna be a really hard contest to judge you know yeah. but I, I think they did a good job with the format because it narrows it down to like let's say the best best it was a smaller group so then they then they're just focused on all right who should be podium who's first who's second who's third i mean those are the the spots that really matter and i know the guys that get fourth fifth and sixth or you know you're always going to be upset but really the hardest part is, and the most important part is first, second, and third, because that's the podium and that's like, who's supposed to be, you know, the best second and third. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I thought one thing that was cool about that weekend specifically was that they had the pro contest on Friday. Then the next day was all the amateur stuff. And you could like see a clear connection between like, okay, if the amateur does really good this is what's next for him yes i love it i i um 
I was looking at the rest of the tour, the rest of the USA BMX states, mm-hmm. and for me personally, I would want to, I would go to another one as long as it, it was both, because then it, you know, for me, it's a little more fun, right? Yeah. Like watch the amateurs, support the amateurs, but then get to hang out with um, the pros and uh, obviously hang out with them and watch the competition. So um, I definitely want to go to another stop, but with a mix of both, not just you know, yeah. I get saying. it. I get it. I get it. Hell yeah. So uh, last time we talked, I brought up a video to you. And, and this is kind of why I wanted to do another one of these again. Because I'll send it in our chat here. But it's the 2006 Dirty East contest video from 2006. Which you're in. Because you were at that contest. That's why I could click. How do I, how do I click this thing? All right, so I go chat. There we go. I don't use Skype, so yeah. I get it. Here we go. Uh, and then if you want to mute it so we don't hear both, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, I just think that for me personally, this is like a totally selfish thing. But no. I didn't watch videos growing up, so I didn't know that many videos. But this is one of the videos that I knew growing up, and so now as like an adult having grown up watching this video it's like really awesome to me to meet people and become yeah. friends with them who were in this video <laughs> so whenever we first talked you started to play it and i was like dude this is sick we should just like talk about this I'm, I'm, I'm watching that garrett reynolds got uh, first place uh yeah i i remember i'm watching uh, this right now i mean craig mast was was doing great i mean oh man yeah, it's bringing back a lot of memories uh anthony napolitan uh wow what's the time add on yours so i can see oh yeah here wait, yeah should we sync it up yeah tell me tell me uh what tell me where you're at and all i just clicked forward it's at 35 seconds right now here i'll just click 35 seconds right so all right I'm like, all right plus <laughs> justin simpson right yeah He's Ohio. Yep. Anyway, uh, so yeah, this is just like this is what I knew growing up. So it, I just think it's really cool that we got to talk and like I got to meet another person who was here. But now, like you were there, so what you? I'm sure you remember the day. Oh yeah, Matt Sparks. I was really tight with him. Um, where? Yeah, this was the whip uh, air. Uh, wow. Seven. Seven turndown. Well, if you consider my turndowns, turndowns. It was just really small. I can't even see it where I'm, if you saw what I'm playing. Wow. Yeah. So like all of this is, this is what I knew when I started riding and then just becoming more and more close and friends with people who are in this has been like really, really cool to me. And then I've never actually talked to anyone about the day. It, it was like the format they did now it's been a very long time right but it the format they did gave gave a chance for all the tech guys all the all the big trick guys all the guys that do a mix of both which i consider myself to do like a mix of both where i was i could do my tech stuff and the big stuff get um i mean garrett reynolds i i I still say to this day like garrett's like the best bike rider ever well he was small garrett in this he, oh yeah, we haven't seen him yet, right? No, he's oh, here little, he here he little Garrett with his bandana yeah. and zebra bike. <laughs> Dude, man, he was yeah, so good. And the Paul Anthony, uh, yeah, he was a big. He was at Woodward. Yeah, here's my tech stuff. See? Yep, four for five, 
540 foot jam whip. Seven. Oh. Was that a seven or 540 turn down to X up? Yeah. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. Oh, that was a rough crash, though. So. Yeah, I know. This is. Big stew doing giant Abubica. Giant. Yeah, that was massive. AJ and Naya's in here. So what was the format on it then? I, I want to say it was a jam format and we would be in a heat. And I remember being in, you know what? And I'm normally really good at this stuff. I actually can't remember who the heat was. I, I think I was with Garrett, but it, I remember it was a good one because it kind of like made it where, because like, you know how see the Joey Hill doing the yep. block stump? Like yep. only a couple guys rode those ramps over there. So it's like a different different section yeah but, uh, man i promise you i'm normally good with remembering these kind of memories that's okay but it was a it was a jam format and you know obviously we could try things multiple times and yep. it was i just remember it being like a really fun competition it was yeah. fun and a good time and at this time you know i never um i i uh, didn't ever drink alcohol still at this point so i remember you know a lot of the guys are Go, and no, no for, not for any reason, just I just wanted to ride and never like have it affect riding right. at that point, you know? And I remember, you know, uh, we were going to anyone's hotel or everything after the contest and everyone's like having fun and I would have fun as well. Like it wasn't like, you know, oh wow, Joey Hill was trying to big wall ride flair. No one's gonna be able to see this, but look. Whoop. Albies, yeah. This is the shirt you're wearing in this video. Yeah, <laughs> the Dude, same that's crazy. Shirt. Just seven the spine. Uh. Yeah, and the Knights Inn was definitely a big part of these contests. Brandon Dosh, I was really good friends with Brandon. Quest is in there. Questa, and Questa was one of the first guys to try a 1080. Carl Pointer, um, uh, he, I remember Carl at the UGP Roots Jam back in like 2001. Wow. Yeah, wow. This is crazy. It's ben a, I love how Ben rides. I just met Ben a couple, like a month ago. The weekend really? after, the weekend before the contest at Woodward. Where do you mean by? At Woodward at the adult weekend. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was cool. He's been such a good bike rider. So amazing. Yeah. Had great style, his own style. Um, he had, I, well, uh, like a little Kevin Porter-ish. Yeah. But with his own spin on it. And I really like how both those guys ride. Garrett OEA 720. That little. Yeah, the tiny. That was, cool. that was really cool. Quinn Semling, another good friend of mine. Wow. That's a that giant huge. three tap ball. That was huge. <laughs> giant. Yeah. Three double whip. Oh, oh, that was a 900. Yeah. Then the nine. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Joey Marks. Three, three double, double down. Like, yeah. And then that, Matt Sparks doing the whip to whip back. Yeah. It was a bummer that he didn't. I mean, I don't know if he pulled it at the contest, but. He, he probably kept trying it too, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, even after, he, he was, and I'm, I'm real tight with Zach. The freaking front flip of all front flips, you know? Oh my God. Like, I can't even imagine being there for that moment of just. I wouldn't want to jump down that right No, <laughs> not at all. I'd be too scared to, like, we get really hurt. Yeah, I mean, just, it's so wild how crazy the riding got at this contest and i i don't know my buddy trevor he threw a contest at changa uh this year and he did jam format with it because we like he did one last year and he did not jam format it was just all runs yeah and and you could see the difference in oh, the contest it's a big you could tell watching this 
Yeah, you know, great point. You could tell watching that video that we just watched, it was a jam format. We're seeing progression, pushing the sport. However, with like USA BMX, we can't have those contests at a contest where our support, our sport is supposed to be very professional and be in the Olympics, right? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of, remember we were talking about that last time about the whole like, what what's a pro and like their show riders, there's the street riders, yeah. there's social media, Instagram riders, and then there's, I guess, contest riders. But even though contest riders still, even the guys that are really good at like the, at doing the 60 second runs, normally at a jam format contest, they'll still really do yeah. good. It's not like they just vanish, you know? Well, they're just doing their 60-second run yeah. 15 seconds at a time. And they normally have a couple other bangers that they wouldn't do, yeah. that they could do, and then the crowd is cheering them on, and they could, like, go for maybe, you know, maybe another, you know, something crazy, you know, but they have, like, an extra chance, and they won't get, like, you don't get written off on it, you know? Right. So, yeah, yeah, it makes me That's wonder a good point. if there's room for something like this at a – USA BMX type thing or if it needs to be its own separate you know you know it, it, it's a good question because I know USA BMX what the, I think what they have to do is uh, and they're doing a good job so I'm saying oh they're um, doing a great job yeah, everything yeah, they're I'm, doing is awesome I think what they what, what they have to do is exactly what they're doing um if they broke away from anything like that I would be nervous that then the lines would get crossed and blurred or uh, people watching it, maybe if they're like, all right, we're gonna do it, like, like make an example. Um, they used to do 60 second runs, I remember a long time ago, and then everyone gets a few minutes to do one last trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people would like, let's just say if there was an edit that we're watching and everyone said, oh man, so-and-so won, but then they would watch the edit and go, how, so-and-so did that trick? Like it would kind of confuse people does that make sense? So like, yeah, you know, like it makes the ever like those two runs. If, if you have to make a four minute video and there's two hours worth of riding, you're just going to put the best riding. So you'd be like, wait, that was like, why did he win? Like, so I'd be nervous if um, they broke away from that format because of the Olympics, because I know I, I heard already the well, I'm not, you know, what, I'm not sure what we're allowed to say or not say, but I I'm, I was told at least from a from a viewing point of view, Olympics went great. Okay. And hopefully there'll be more people allowed to go next year or mm -hmm. next, you know? So uh, more people, like, you know how they only had nine? Yeah. So I'm, hopefully they'll have a few more spots for a few more countries or something, but yeah. and make it, you know, even, even better of a contest. But I thought it went off really great, you know? Yeah, I definitely thought it went really well too. And I see where you're coming from with that perspective cool. on like it needing to kind of be what it is. And, and if you did blur the lines between it, that it could cause some issues with certain yeah. things. And, and it makes me wonder, like, I can see how you, it would be difficult to have something like the Olympics be in a format, like what we're talking about with the jam format and like, people sending it and oh, do tour tried it you ready for this yeah. when my first pro year that i was like an officially a pro do tour tried it in 2007 um the pros that were already big professionals again without naming names they were not happy about this mm -hmm. right the guys who were the best at 60 second jam for or 60 second runs were not happy about this i was good at 60 second run but i knew that if I have like one or two 
ways that I could slide out and get up and try it again. At that point in time, my tricks were like, you know, I was like pushing the boundaries on like the seven whips and the 1080s and stuff. Yeah. So, and if I, I knew if I had like an extra try or two that I would do really well. And anyways, my first pro contest was at the do, first do tour that they decide to do this jam format, right? And it did not go that well. It wasn't good for TV. It was confusing. I think I even slid out. I got up and I wasn't supposed to, I didn't know. I got right up on a seven whip, I fell, I got up. I went back and I did it and I pulled it. I got second place at the contest. And I remember after I heard a few guys going, you know, you weren't supposed to get up. And I go, hey, this is my like my pro debut. Yeah. No, I'm just going unless someone tells me to get off that course, you know? Like, right, right. <laughs> but I would say it, it worked out for me at that time, but I was told it was very difficult on TV. That is an interesting perspective that I never would have guessed ever because like when people talk about contests and stuff, they talk about the heyday of, you know, Metro Jam and the Flow Dirty East and, and contests at Changa and, and those were all the jam format and like all the insane stuff happened. But to hear from someone who was like at a contest like that, that also went on TV, that it was difficult. It, I guess it makes it easier to understand why they don't continue or why and, they don't and, do that and, and i could and i think like like it, it, the the form that jam format at the do tour technically actually helped me yeah. and i could say i think it was not a good idea so like right. i think that's actually like a good uh right like i guess i could be a good uh reason for for saying good or bad like yeah. i got podium i got second place and it was confusing it was confusing to watch it was probably very hard to judge the judges didn't know what to do. I fell, I got up and pulled the trick. Should have they, should have I still got second? You know what I mean? Like Daniel right. pulled every single trick he got first, no problem. But it was definitely who was gonna get second and third at that point. So, and it was, it was not, yeah, thinking about it now, like it was definitely not the best way to run like a professional contest where people yeah. follow it. And yeah, I mean, yeah, structure. We need structure, but, but everyone always talks about the competitions that happened in the past, uh -huh. right? That's when everyone says the, that was the best contest ten years ago, five years ago. When I was at the Dew Tours, it was it was it was rock star. Like at the moment, I was like, this was awesome. Everyone's there. It's the best ramps. It's the best. But I w I personally never did that well at X Games, and I didn't like the courses at X Games. And X Games knew that, and I wasn't a fan of X Games just the way the courses were were because I was expecting X Games to be the place to do the first tricks ever and then they started making the bowls and like the box jumps like a little quirky and stuff and i'm like oh i can't do my 1080 on that or i can't you know so so everyone has like their own opinion of course for everything you know yeah i think it it makes the case for the fact that the way contests are run now to be that way and then also have the existing existence of something else that could be like the jam format type thing that's not meant to be an avenue to get to the olympics it's meant to be like what it is and i think it would just take someone like making it happen yeah it just doesn't really like happen as much anymore but at least there's something right here most important that you're saying if it's all happening awesome if one or the other are happening fine but we at least something's happening. Oh yeah. No what? Because if there's nothing happening, that is terrible, right? Like like COVID got me nervous for you know not only my business. I thought the world was like gonna end. <laughs> I was thinking obviously, oh my god, all these 
PMX guys that are going mental. I mean, everyone, not even just BMX, like every single Olympian yeah. that is now being told, is the Olympics going to happen? Is it not going to happen? Like, the mental toll on just, is it going to happen? Is it not? When's it going to happen? That sucks. Like that, and, and, and not anyone's fault, not the world's fault. Like, just that, the pressure from, from that is so bad. Like, um, it's so scary, too, you know? Like, I, I remember thinking, I am so glad that I do not have to have that pressure on me because the time of it oh man that's terrible man that's right it's so bad you know? right absolutely and i'm not like trying to knock anything in this conversation yeah, no, i no. just was bringing up like the fact that so many people talk about the things that they do and and i am the first person when usa bmx freestyle contests get brought up i'm like this needs to happen like yep. it is so sick that it even exists because before this there was a couple random things like Van and Brian Kaczynski did that uncovered series, yeah. which was for amateurs. But like nope. before that, man, I mean, I don't know. God, it's going dry. Did anything even exist dry. after like Recon Tour and all that other stuff was no. over? No, kind of. It it, it kind of goes in waves, and it's scary because like if like USA BMX wasn't here, would there be someone? that takes its place or not, you know? I don't and think and so. honestly, the gra like the grass isn't greener in this situation. <laughs> like right. the, the guys that are doing it, they're doing a great job and they really care. The judges really care. And I, you know, and they're, and I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm I think we're very lucky to have this group of people that really are trying to make it happen. Move, move oh, it yeah. forward. I mean, and, and, and one positive comment is like, like obviously we we all know about Australia because of like Logan and Brandon and all the Aussies that like always kill it. Yeah, they they seem to have a lot of things going on as well, right? They're always doing stuff, and then the UK as well. Yeah, ha always has a lot of contests going on. So like I mean, those are like basically uh, you know without pinpointing specifics like Kenneth or you know Kevin is now in Mexico, but like um, those three those three countries at least are majority of the best riders and Daniel of course Daniel. Daniel <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, I said that just uh, you know, in case they got back to him. I, I, <laughs> you know, um, but um, he, at least um, the the top three countries are are still producing a lot of events, right? Which is uh -huh. really good for for the sport overall because it's progression. Yeah, you know? yeah, it definitely. And I think that as the USA BMX stuff continues, I already know that like other countries have talked to them about like being interested in doing similar type things in their countries cool. and uh i think it would be super sick if it got to a point where like like how you could have a sponsorship on the line for these contest series and stuff that they did back in the day yep. if with the usa bmx thing a company came on and was like hey whoever wins this or we're yep. gonna be paying attention you have a yeah. chance Mira did that with that. Um, remember the um, Alan Cook tour? Um, what was it called? Alan Cook had a tour with Haro. No, um, Alan Cook had a tour for like Alan Cook sponsors and stuff. But then, oh, okay. um, they did a thing where every year, like Mira did one where uh, 
where Dave mirrored joined Alan Cook's like tour and the winner of the tour got sponsored, you know, full mm. on year contract. And I want to say Alan Cook did that for a few years straight, basically in that the person who won and even the guys that didn't get first, but like were noticed. Yeah. Like got like that gave them some fame. So it's almost kind of the same situation of like you talking about the jam format. They were going around like East coast, West coast, Midwest. And they were like doing tours. You see all the locals, then the locals would go to all the spots, of course, and then you would yeah. see these riders. But again, it brought the attention to them, and then one of them got sponsored, like a full year sponsorship. Yeah, and I mean, just thinking about free flow tour by itself. Oh man, and, and whichever the what's the one that Monster did? The Recon. Oh, it was. I thought there free flow was Gatorades. So yeah, free yeah, flow free and flow. Monster Recon tour. Yep. Those two events themselves have brought up how many of the people who are pro today i mean yep. kevin peraza was involved with those uh was daniel sandoval i think uh there's a lot of people i mean even actually i could just google and then it. and then oh i i did me and dennis anderson right ready for this one where we were talking about this uh me and dennis competed with each other at the playstation competition at woodward camp finals um, in 2006, in 2006, wow. and him and I were talking about, he won the contest. I got second. Yeah. And we were talking about it at Woodward, which was so funny, you know? Yeah. So dude, check this out. This is the first thing that I got. I pulled up here. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll throw a link in there so you can see it too. But I found, uh, the winners from a recon tour and just pulled it up. So there's a picture here that has Nick Bruce, Colton Walker, and Daniel Sandoval in it. Another wow. one that has Scotty Kramers in there. Uh, Brandon Lupos, Daniel Dares, Alex Colborn, Pat Casey. And this is back in like 2000. Oh, wait, this is 2015. So this isn't as old. But still, though, like, baby Bryce Tryon, Jeremy wow. Law. Yeah. And, like, that's the first. Just, hey, how about Justin Dow getting fifth? And now he's like one of the best, right? Yeah, and that's that's my point with this, and this is yeah. what I was getting at with this whole USA BMX thing yep, is yep. that like, if they keep this going and they do it, they do it the right way. These people that we're seeing win these yep. events, and the people we're seeing at them are the next generation of pros. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, and they normally, I would say, they normally don't appear out of nowhere. You know, like people go, "Where did he come from?" And like normally, I'll say, "Hey, Kyle." who's that that guy and and Kyle will remind me and say Mike I told you about him I told you about him three years ago you know like like Kyle like Kyle uh, yeah no like I'll I'll think someone came out of nowhere because all of a sudden I see him at a contest do really good and he'll be like no I knew about this guy for a while you know they normally like guys yeah. don't get really good and just come out of nowhere right you kind of know of them a little bit you know yeah okay so Kyle in the chat just said that those were pro contests uh that's even so what I said still stands. Where, where, what chat are you looking at? Is that like your YouTube? On YouTube, I can yeah. I can send you send that so you can see. Uh, Thanks, Kyle, for uh, you know really just being the uh, the researcher. You were saying in a nice way. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, though, I mean the free flow tour was the the big example of that because that was I'm pretty sure amateur stuff. Oh, local exposure tour. That's what it was. Yeah. Local exposure tour. Yeah, uh, yeah, local exposure was Alan Cook's tour. 
We got, oh, here's one. JC stop of the Gatorade Free, free Flow Tour. Here, I'll toss this in there just so you can see it. Uh, Logan Martin won. Dylan Leeper got third. That's kind of cool to see. That's the only name that I recognize that is on here. But Logan Martin was wow, 17. Wow, that's Logan. Yeah, <laughs> he was 17. Wow. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, it's so wild. And then, like, which one was it where the winners of it would uh, get to go ride your backyard for a contest? Oh, yeah, we did the. So I did the. Uh, we did the recon tour. I'm actually taking a screenshot of this. I need to show uh, uh, Logan that picture. Me and Kyle have to show him that picture. So uh, it was the. We did the recon tour. Um, where we did 10 stops around the country. Yeah. And the winner of each stop flew to my house to do a, a competition. And then uh, whoever won that one came back to my house to do the pro contest, like literally uh, about, I think it was like a month later or two months later. Yeah. And um, it was really cool. And I, 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 there was, who won that? I want to say it might have been Brian Fox. That one or David Levy. Oh. I mean, it's been it's been a while, but uh, yeah, I remember it being a really good competition. That was just such a cool thing because I was just like you know coming up riding at that time, and I remember seeing those different things that were happening. And then the one that happened at the Flow, my buddy Spencer Scott won that, but he ended up getting hurt, so he wasn't able to actually go to your. yeah but but just i think events like that and what's usa bmx is doing just it's gonna lead to more and more awesome stuff i i I think so and 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 the way we actually oh it's david lieb that won the concert and the um we did in our format at our house because my comp, my my skate park was kind of, so it, there was a mini somewhat of a jam format the way we set it up mm-hmm. it was three sections at my house and so again maybe not everyone liked it but we did a we did it was I want to say it was a four part section you do there was a wedge section which not every rider wanted yeah. and then there was the box drum section and then there was like the long and low section and then there was um, forty five seconds for the whole course. And then it was judged like that. And that brought out the gnarliest, best tricks, best riding. We had our tech tricks. We had our biggest boxing tricks. And it was my house. And I'm watching guys do stuff that I'm like, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. Like Trey Jones was doing some stuff from like the gnarliest transfer into a wall. And I'm like, I did not know that was even possible. Right. Like it was actually like watching it was like amazing slash like uh, I'm like, and I didn't even see that. That's crazy, you know? Yeah. Like, it was awesome, but like sad for me as well. I'm like, wow, I really am not good at uh, uh, ri- like riding and flowing a course, you know? That's funny. Well, that's just, I mean, that just shows the different like visions that people have yes. when they look at a ramp setup. Yeah. And that's another thing that makes it super cool. I hope that more stuff like this pops up just from us putting it out into the universe and talking about it again. And, and, and you know, one of the guys that are like really doing a lot is uh, behind the scenes is Kyle. So him listening only helps uh, kind of, he loves it too. And he does this for obviously uh, he's involved in a lot of things, but he, he, he's been really good for freestyle. And 
uh, him being involved, and then all, and then with Kyle being involved, and then Kyle working with all like the top BMX guys that love the sport that are judging. Mm-hmm. I feel like are making it all work positive and moving forward. And even when like some of the pros might not agree with the results of a contest, Van Homan, who is like a lead judge, doesn't mind if the rider goes straight up to Van and goes what happened can you walk me through it and van will like straight up sit down and talk to him and walk him through and i would say most judges would do that or at least the ones that are involved in usa bmx you know yeah pretty oh yeah those guys are all rad yeah dude that's it's was really awesome man no no that you brought back a lot of memories you know i mean this is always fun i hope we could do this again in like you know maybe a couple months you know i remember covid was for me in january so now we're in june so maybe in six months you know maybe that's when we have to do something every six months you know <laughs> yeah dude i'm down i always have fun talking and just like learning more cool. things are we at a, a hard stop at three yeah i'm, a, I'm a, um, i i have other um uh, other important things to He's do got obligations know? You know, but no, hey, Brent, thank you so much again. Um, this was really great. I really brought back. It's fun to talk to, like, uh, just, like, BMX guys that love the sport that, like, we could kind of reminisce, you know, and talk mm-hmm. about. Yeah, um, I'm kind of yeah. obsessed with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's why you're good at what you're doing, you know, because, that, you know, that's, if you weren't, it wouldn't work that long, right? <laughs> yep. Well, thank you for being on here, and we'll do it again in six months. All right. No, that sounds good. No problem. All right. Good have everyone have a good day normally i say good night because it's like nine but like it's it's 3 p.m three o'clock go (laughs) ride we'll see you tomorrow or actually in 30 minutes for another video oh cool all right see you later brent